0: You're, you're, you're listening to the World Wide Sports Radio Network. You, 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 you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents... The, 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 the Home Stretch. Alright, let's hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. Hi, welcome to the Home Stretch. I'm sorry, but that, that today just really rubbed me wrong. I don't know why. It just... Did not sit well today, um, probably because we have no friends, and this is the one thing I want friends for. Um, so welcome on your well Mondays. I hope everybody had a good Monday. How's your weekend, Speedy? Interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. What happened?
1: Well, my cousins always do a nice uh, St. Patrick's Day setup, but it was chaotic. Do you
0: remember St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Oh well, then you didn't have as much fun as everyone else. Well, no, I still drank, but not oh. not to that level. <laughs> Guinness. No, uh, Killian's Red. Oh, wow, that's that that's is,
1: Irish. That is an Irish beer, yes. Are you Irish? No. no. My name no. is, but not my not my
0: heritage. Oh, don't worry. St. Patrick wasn't Irish either. <laughs> now, for those of you going, you're a liar, Google it. He's not Irish. He's not. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your whole life, but no, that, that's, <laughs> it bothers me so much. Because I am Irish, and I don't know, I just feel like it celebrates <laughs> being drunk. If they renamed St. Patrick's Day <laughs> the National <laughs> Drinking Day, no one would matter. No true. one would care that is true. at all. So <laughs> That's how I think of it, and it also gives off the bad stereotype of Irish being drunk. I hate it. Anyway, as with that being said, I'm going to kick my beer out from under the table, and we're going to get started. Uh, for those of you who do not know what today's show is about because you didn't read the dialogue, that's fine because I'm going to tell you right now. Um, it's a tradition every year. March Madness, you've probably filled one out about five times today. And you've got all five saved away, so that way when the bracket doesn't bust, you go, oh, look, I'm still perfect through two rounds. Look, look, look.
1: Yes, you can reference your third-tier bracket.
0: Yeah. The one of, I don't know if this is going to happen, but I filled it out this way just in case. I don't like when people do that. Stick to one. Right, stick to one.
1: I have two different Cinderella's, but I had to commit to one. (laughs) Right.
0: So I also had done my own. Uh, my national champion I had is the same as last year. I'm a little biased. But this one, me and Speed are going to do together. I will also submit this one. And who knows? Maybe we can have the first ever perfect bracket. Maybe. Maybe. Can you imagine? Do you know how much bragging we do? Oh, yeah. Well, Me? oh, my God, this show would never even start. Oh, my God, for two hours. It'd be like, yeah, but did you get a perfect bracket, though? <laughs> hey, T.O., yeah, did you get a perfect bracket, though? <laughs> so that's how that would go. And for, and I know everyone just cringe, like, oh, God, please don't let him get a perfect bracket. Oh, God, please. <laughs> so thank you for that because I don't have the odds stacked enough in my favor. Now I need all of Long Island doing the same thing. <laughs> Or, since we're worldwide, the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good plug, right? Anyway, I thought so. Do you have something to say? I do. Ah, beautiful.
1: This bracket and this first panel of the home stretch is presented by Heritage Harbor Financial Associates. Heritage Harbor Financial Associates Strategies to Grow, Protect, and Transfer Wealth. Go to hhfa.org for more
0: information. It's absolutely beautiful how you did that. Now, with that being said... You want to start? Oh, yeah. All right. Cue it off, Speedy.
1: All right. So you say we're starting with
0: East. Yeah, we're going East, West, All right. Midwest, so South.
1: We'll start with your uh, your team, the Duke Blue Red Devils, who will play yeah, either North Carolina Central or North Dakota State. I'm doesn't assuming, matter. I'm assuming you're not picking the 16th
0: it Doesn't matter. No. Do you think Duke's going to lose? No. Do we need to argue about this game? No. At all? all right. The so only
1: Duke, the, the only one seed that could lose is Virginia, just like always.
0: <laughs> Duke advances easily. Yes. Uh, the next game is kind of interesting. You got Virginia Commonwealth 8 seed against UCF 9 seed. I'm going to I'm going to throw a loop into this and I'm actually going to pick UCF. Um I just think that actually they've had a tougher strength of schedule and they're better not better defensively, but they have I just I don't know I, I just I trust them more than I trust VCU I don't know why I just do.
1: Yeah, I actually agree with you on this one. This is not the same VCU team that made the Final Four, the same shaka smart pesky, pesky offensive team, but also a good defensive team. This is a good defensive team, but the offense is not there. They have one good scorer, that's really it, and they're not a good three point shooting team, meaning they have to rely on the inside. And who does UCF on the inside have on the inside? Big seven foot six Taco Fall. <laughs> Have fun with You're that. Full of tacos? No, but VCU might be.
0: Oh, there you so go. Um, I actually,
1: I actually do like UCF as well.
0: This one also is going to rub people the wrong way. So number five, Mississippi State taking on 12 seed LIB Liberty. Alright, thank you. Um I'm actually going to go with the team. I didn't even know who they were. I'm going to go with Liberty. I think they're going to put. I think they're going to upset Mississippi State.
1: I agree with you. Liberty was one of my favorite sleepers coming in. They they have the number seven defense in the entire nation, and they have good offense. They have good. Yeah, and they got very good offensive depth. They played Lipscomb very well in the conference finals. Yeah, that was a good team. I think it was a 29 win team or something like that. So I I really like this team. I think this could be another team too that uh, can be dangerous to even make to the Sweet Sixteen too.
0: So before, because I feel like we're gonna argue about this one a little bit, before we go any further, because we've agreed pretty we we this has been as smooth as butter, and we are we all know that's not gonna go on. (laughs) Yes, there's
1: still uh 29 more games.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what's gonna happen is you said we get two each, right?
1: You get two. Like I guess you could force it upon them. And if you, obviously, we both tried to, we'll cancel right. out and we'll do, we're going to do a, a dice roll.
0: Right. So that's how this is going to go. Now, for those of you going, well, I thought this was going to be a perfect bracket, it still is because we're always right and that's the whole moniker of the show. So I can't go against it now. But that's how it's going to go because I feel like we're going to disagree right now. I do think Virginia Tech will make this game more close than it needs to be, but I do think they ultimately win the basketball game.
1: You're right. I don't think they're that good of a team, Virginia Tech. But I don't think St. Louis is either. St. Louis's offense is horrible, and I can't trust a lesser conference with a bad offensive team like that. Right. Those teams don't usually win. Usually those upsets come when the, the team is that good offensively and maybe just has a better shooting day. So I, I can't see St. Louis winning either, even though I think Virginia Tech is overrated. <sighs>
0: So we agree. Uh, this one, I don't really think it matters either. Maryland plays either Belmont or Temple. Yep. I think, again, this game is going to be closer than it needs to be, but I do pick Maryland to win this basketball game. I disagree. I
1: think Belmont's a good team. I, or what I, if
0: they don't play Belmont?
1: Yeah, that's one thing. I'm not sure who would win Maryland and Temple, but I think Belmont is that good of a team where they could do it, and Maryland's always a bad tournament team, so... I actually like whoever the eleven seed to come out of this uh, this game. Maryland's always that team that's glamorous on paper, but they weird they have a lot of weird games this year too, and I just don't trust them. As someone who's picked them a lot,
0: I fell into the trap way too many times. Yeah, I know, but I'm sorry. I, I, I think I'm going to use one of my forces right now because okay. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. All no. right. If it was one team like Florida or if there was a good team that maybe got screwed out of a small 20 bid and they had to play in, that's fine. Neither one of those teams should be in a play in game. Uh, I disagree. But I do agree with Maryland, which means I got one left. And I have a feeling Speed's going to use one of his in the next bracket. So, we're going to try to skim through these. Um, number three, LSU takes on 14, Yale. I think I have Yale. Really? I think so.
1: Really? You got the Ivy League upsets?
0: I think so. This game, this game to me just screams it. I, if you disagree with me, then fine, I'll take LSU. But I think in my other bracket, I have, um I think I had the upset. Yeah. See.
1: Now, are you are you let me ask. Are you saying that because of the coach thing and the scandal? I'm just curious. Um,
0: uh, no, not necessarily. I think I looked at the defense, the defense is similar, the free throws are similar, and I just think whenever there's a little bit of eh going around. I called it with Arizona last year and I'm calling it now. <laughs> See, this is where I think the
1: situations are different. I think LSU is actually doing it right, though, getting the coach out of the way, so there's no distraction on him. Now they can actually go with the assistant coach. And here's the other thing, too. The Arizona scandal had pressure on the player, too, in DeAndre Ayton. He was caught into that. I mean, Javante Smart is kind of caught into it, too, for LSU, but he's also not their best player. He's a good player, but he's not their best player, so I actually think that'll end up making a difference.
0: Okay, so you're going with LSU. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll agree. I'll agree just because I don't want to. I don't want you to use your forces. Uh, number seven, Louisville against number ten, Minnesota. This is going to be a good basketball game. Really? I think so. Um, I am taking LSU. i no, sorry, Louisville. Louisville. This shows where my brains at, but I, I think Louisville will hold on by the slimmest of margins and win this basketball game. But I do think it's going to be one hell of a Crazy shot to win it type thing.
1: It, I don't think it'll be that close, but I do think it'll be close in the first half because I think there was a connection where Rick Pitino's, uh son or something is involved with the Minnesota coaching staff. So oh. there is going to be some familiarity there. But, again, it's Chris Mack's team now. Chris Mack, obviously, who coached Xavier for a long time. And he's a very good, good tournament, tournament coach. coach. Yeah, so I can't see Minnesota holding on forever. I think they'll hang close in the first half, and then Louisville will run away with it.
0: This game, too, might surprise some people. Uh, Michigan State against Bradley. This Bradley team can defend the lights out. They just can't score. That's basically what I get from um, I'm going to stay with Tom Izzo, who is maybe the second greatest college basketball coach breathing, depending on where you rank them outside Mike Coach mm-hmm. Right. But uh, I, I take Michigan State, and yeah. I think you'd agree with that, too. Yeah, I right? would agree with
1: that. Also, I, I also can't fathom this. For those of you who don't know, Bradley might be the least likable underdog ever. Oh, for, yeah. for, for two reasons. One, they beat Loyola, everyone's favorite last year. Right. And two, after making it for the first time since 2001, they fired their longtime beat writer who was too negative about them. That is
0: a bad look. Yeah, it is. Uh, so what we're going to do is now we're going to go back up to the top. So based on me and you, we would have the one-seed Duke taking on nine UCF. I told you before, Duke always has problems in the second round, right? I just don't think UCF has the firepower to cause any kind of that this year. I, I, I'm i going to take Duke. Yeah,
1: I'm going to take Duke, too. I think Taco Fall could give Zion some fits, but they have other players, too. And I don't know if UCF has enough of a good late-game identity to be able to handle that. There. They're one of those teams that's not really a great second-half team, so I'm going to take Duke as well.
0: So in the next matchup, we would have Liberty at 12 taking on four Virginia Tech, and me and you already agree. I don't even have to look at you. I'm taking Liberty again. I am taking Liberty as
1: well. I don't think Virginia Tech's that good, and I really do think this is our this is a double-digit, scary double-digit team.
0: Uh, that, that I think that will be the George Mason of this tournament. I do. Uh, six Maryland against three LSU I'm kind of torn because I don't I don't really like either basketball team I don't I guess at this point I would take I don't know I, I didn't have I don't really have faith in either team so I guess I'll just take Maryland because LSU I thought Yale would win so all I'll right so it. I'll
1: take LSU so that'll be our first dice roll let's see. It's a five, all right. So that means Maryland advances. <laughs> wow. right? So Mar- Maryland does advance because five is obviously we're doing it where the closer number. Right. You Without listening. going over, I guess. Yeah.
0: Or if it goes over, then. It's the okay. So number.
1: Maryland does advance then. Well, so now we got Louisville and Michigan State.
0: <laughs> yes, we do, and uh, I, I'm, no, I'm not knocking out Tom Izzo in the second round. Nope, not
1: not two years in a row. No, I guess I, I really do think with all the injuries they've had this year, this has actually been his best coaching job all year.
0: Maybe. Yeah. It definitely could be. And since we're talking about him, we might as well just ride it out. Uh, Michigan State would then take on six-seed Maryland, and me and you, I already know Michigan State will yeah. win <laughs> I'm not argument. trusting Maryland, I'm sorry. No, I agree. I, I barely think Maryland will win the first two games, but it is what it is. Uh, and then Duke against Liberty. Now, listen, I know, I know, I know, I know you like this upset thing, but it ends here.
1: No, I have it ending here, too.
0: Oh, okay. No, I didn't I, have them
1: uh, as a Final Four team. I oh. had them here. This is exactly where I
0: had. Hey, listen, them. sometimes you say some crazy stuff, man. I didn't I didn't know. I thought maybe, eh.
1: No, I didn't have them as a Final Four team, I but I just had them as a sneaky good 12th seed.
0: Uh, and then uh, Duke against Michigan State. I actually want you to go first because I, I could I could be sweet.
1: I actually have Michigan State here. I do. I think the coaching does make a difference. When it, when I've seen what Tom Izzo has done with this year, losing Joshua Langford at the beginning of the year, losing Nick Ward towards the end of the season, who's one of their best senior guys, I think that ends up making a difference. And Cassius Winston has been playing at a tremendously high level. They had two losses to Indiana, but that was it. This is a really, really good and consistent team. And Duke, as talented as they are, a lot of these heavy freshman teams don't always win all the time. A lot of the but, times they'll fall off here or they'll fall off in the Final Four once they end up getting there. Sometimes the experience can help and we've seen it with Tom Izzo too. Usually he gets his team in the Final Four every like three or four years. Usually he gets it at
0: least once with each class.
1: I think this is their time. I really do.
0: Um, I agree with everything you just said. I do have Duke in my personal bracket winning the whole thing. But, I, again, I, I, I agree with you. I think Duke eventually gets upset every year. I said it before. I don't know if we were on air or off air, but every year they seem to get upset. So I, I, I'll agree. I'll have All Michigan right. State.
1: So Michigan State is on Just
0: record. know that if Duke wins this game, my, bra- my personal bracket is going to be perfect. I don't care if it's on record or not. All right. I have the audio evidence. <laughs> so that would be Michigan State represents the East in the Final Four. And we're just going to keep going into the West. Uh, right. So that would mean the number one seed, Gonzaga, would take on either, I don't know who they are. <laughs> yes. Um, FDU, what is that, Florida Dominion?
1: Fairleigh Dickinson, which is I think what? is in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. And Fairleigh then Dickinson. Prairie View A&M, which is somewhere in Texas.
0: <laughs> All right. So Gonzaga it is. Gonzaga, yep. All right. So that's good. This one's interesting because Syracuse and Baylor could be a good basketball game, too. I do not like Syracuse at all in this tournament. I do not. But I do think that Jim Boheim is good enough to win one game in this tournament, and I I think Syracuse wins the game.
1: Yeah, I agree. And plus, Baylor's never a good tournament team either.
0: Syracuse is actually a really good tournament team. (laughs) Yes, they are. Really good tournament team. Even when they're a terrible regular season team, they really do play well in the tournament. Dwayne Wade's alma mater, Marquette. That's right. Mm -hmm. Drop that. Um, and 12, Murray State, they play as the 5-12 matchup. Um, I believe I had Murray State. I, I did, too. I it,
1: This is one that could go either way. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But Marquette, since they've been ranked in, like, February, they've been playing just average recently. And I think Murray State's a better late-game team. They're 1-4 in the team. last five games. Yeah, Murray State's a better late-game team to me. Look at the way they've won in their conference tournaments. I'm going to take them, too. All
0: right, great. So, we agree. Uh, FSU, you take on uh, UVM. They won the Atlantic East Conference. Vermont.
1: Also frowned upon
0: because they beat UMBC. So, I don't know. I think Florida State's going to hold on and win this basketball game. Hold on? Hold on. You
1: think it's going to be close?
0: Yeah, Really? Yeah, I think this is going to be a really good tournament.
1: Yeah, no, I know that. Now, I did mention to you off-air I don't trust a lot of the four and five seeds. This is the only one of the four seeds I really do trust. This is a good team. I thought they should have been a three seed, to be honest with you, after they beat Virginia the way they did. I thought that would boost it a little further. I I personally thought them and Texas Tech should have swapped, and and Texas Tech should have been a four. But... Regardless, this is a damn good team, so I'm taking Florida State, too. And they are a lot better defensively than they were last year when they made it all the way to the Elite Eight.
0: Six-seed Buffalo takes on 11, either Arizona State or St. John's. Good old St. John's from the biggies. How they got in, I don't know.
1: Quality wins, that's why.
0: Um, Arizona State, I don't know how they got in
1: because the Pac-12 stinks this year. And Oregon sort of stole their spot.
0: Right, they should. That was BS. Anyway... I really want to take St. John's, but I do think Buffalo wins this game pretty easily. Yeah,
1: I think Buffalo wins as well. I think St. John's will beat Arizona State, but I think Buffalo has too much guard power with their top three scorers and a lot of good uh, a lot of good perimeter guys. And Buffalo, I think, has a slightly better defensive team as well and more experience.
0: I think I've got this right, and if so, holy God, this could be this. Could, I, I, I'm gonna ask you a question in a second. So, 3C, Texas Tech. Let me just ask this. Is this Northern Kentucky's first appearance in the tournament? I don't think so. I think It's, it's their been their first time in, like, 20 years.
1: Yeah, I think it's something along those lines. I think it's first
0: time since 89 or something like that. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, I'm taking Texas Tech to roll them. Roll them. Double digits.
1: Roll them? Roll them. All right. It'll be close, though. I don't think they're that good, Texas Tech.
0: No, nah, their defense is stellar.
1: I could see the upset happening, though. But Can you? Yeah. Are you
0: going to roll the dice?
1: Uh, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. Oh, I'll,
0: God. I'll please, roll the dice. Let's Please say. don't be a high number. No, nah, it's five again. <laughs> so you got it. So oh, Texas
1: Tech does move on. Oh, but I, I could definitely see it. I, I think Buffalo is going to win against either of these teams either way. I think I had Buffalo too. Okay, so. I think I had Buffalo too. It's not that I, I don't see it. I see, I confidently am picking a 14 3 upset. It's just something I could see, like right. the emotional drive, like with Marshall last year and, right. and Loyola last year. Like you could just see certain things happening. Mm-hmm. And I could see that with Northern Kentucky.
0: All right. Seven seed Nevada takes on 10 seed Florida. How Florida a 10 seed, uh, again, I don't know, but I, I, I'm going to take Florida. I think Florida upsets Nevada quite easily, honestly. I I like Florida. I like the SEC more than I like the Mountain West Conference.
1: Yeah, but I think Nevada's seniority is there. Florida has, a, has it too. I think Nevada's size is going to make a difference in this game. I think they, they, they have the better defensive team as a whole. They have the better free-throw shooting team as a whole. Just a matter of which Florida offense you're going to get. It's been very good lately, no doubt about that, and that's going to make him a tough out. But I think Nevada's has been just more steady all
0: season That's true I'll give you that, but their defense is better And they're a better free throw shooting team And come late games, you're gonna want that
1: But besides Jordan Caroline All the other Nevada guys are good free throw shooters So I'm not too worried about that So let's see I guess the dice decides this one too Yep. And we got a perfect 7 So that means Nevada does oh, advance
0: Damn Alright, not my hill to die on That's one Uh, 2-Michigan takes on 15-Montana, and I'm guessing you want to take Montana. No, I don't, but
1: this game will be close. I don't think Michigan's that good. They're a really bad offensive team this year. They've been very streaky. Oh, it's because Wagner's gone. Well, that's one reason, but... No,
0: stop. He stinks.
1: (laughs) Enough. But, no, he struggled even last year in the tournament, and they did fine. So, this team as a whole has not been consistent enough offensively they've been winning a lot with their defense. Again, there's only so far that can go. I'm going to take them to win this game just cuz I can't see them losing in the first round, but I do think it'll be closer than people expect.
0: Which would set up Michigan against Nevada, and honestly, if Nevada gets to this point, I'm going to pick them cuz at that point now you're now you're hot. Not yep. too hot. Like you would. Say, no, but they're hot. not too hot though. So they've I, I actually would, leveled I would out take nicely. Nevada.
1: I am taking Nevada too. This is what I have in, in this part. I even do think if Florida does win, though, I think they will beat Michigan too.
0: Right. Because I, agree I, with I that. just
1: don't think Michigan's that good of a team.
0: I think I had Michigan in the Sweet Sixteen and lose there, but I didn't have them in the Final Four. I don't think. I think I had Buffalo. Okay. Which sets up Texas Tech against Buffalo, and I guess I kind of just gave away my answer. Well, yeah. I'd At wonder. this point, though, they might be a little hot, Speedy.
1: But, yeah, but I still don't think Texas Tech is that good of a team, though. They they lost their best player in the tournament last year, in Keenan Evans. They lost their dynamic freshman last year, in Zaire Smith, who got drafted in the first round right. last year. I just don't see it with this team. They're not as good offensively. They're another team that's not great with free throw shooting, and that again that could hurt them late in the game. They're better Yet, than Buffalo. They are better than Buffalo in terms of certain aspects, but Buffalo, I think, has better depth than them right now.
0: No, they're a better free throw shooting team. I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I know, I know that, but I think a lot of their core players are are down. Considering, like, for a three seed, you would expect them to be able to finish games a little better than they did. They're another one of those teams, like Michigan, they just win so many defensive struggles and they play down to a lot of teams too. I just, it's a tough team to trust down the stretch. So, do we agree
0: on Buffalo? Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, so I mean four FSU against 12 Murray State, and I'm going to let you pick first because I know what you're going to say, and I have to see if I agree. No, I'm not. still
1: taking Florida State. I think they're a great team. I think they're. They got five. Really? Guys. I do. I, I think they're a very good team. They got five very good offensive starters. They're a better defensive team than they were last year, they know how to share the ball. And you saw last year when they were a nine seed and went all the way to the Elite 8, how good of a coach Leonard Hamilton really is. This is a dangerous team, like I said, that that got misseeded. And they're a tough team. They've hung tough with Duke. They obviously beat Virginia just recently. So they know how to take on the stiff competition. And again, they have the depth and they have the balance everywhere. There's not really a glaring weakness in this team, maybe besides bench efficiency.
0: I really want to take Murray State. If you take him, I'm forcing.
1: <laughs> so, just warning.
0: <laughs> well, I I will take Murray State. Well, I'm using the force then. <laughs> Alright, so FSU advances. And that would be Syracuse against Gonzaga, which, again, on paper, Gonzaga seems like the odds on fi- heavy favorite. Syracuse loves these games, though. Syracuse just loves to hang tough. I'm gonna let you go first again because again, my decision will wait on yours.
1: I agree that it's gonna be tough. I think the the two-three zone for Jim Boeheim has been very good for quite a while, and against a perimeter team like uh, like Gonzaga is, that could hurt for a while. That's why I think they will keep it close. The problem is Syracuse. I don't know if they're they have the late game offensive idea. They're still a bad offensive team. Right. Tyus Battle. We don't know if he's a hundred percent yet. He's their best player. Yes. That's where I think it'll hurt. Syracuse has had sh- trouble in these like closer defensive games hitting those big shots. I don't, I don't see it with them. They're gonna keep it close. I just don't see it them with them be able to finish offensively. So I'm still gonna take Gonzaga.
0: So Gonzaga against your FSU Seminoles. I have no horse in this race at this point. So I'll agree with whatever you want. So you had
1: you had Syracuse versus Murray State
0: in the spot? No, I had Murray State against Gonzaga, but I oh, had okay. Murray State beating Gonzaga.
1: Really? There. Interesting You think John Morant is that powerful <laughs> Yes Alright This one was tough for me I wanted to take Florida State But I, th- I, I think Gonzaga is just a little more well-rounded At this point They are the number one offensive efficiency team in the nation uh, I, I can't see after Florida State beat them last year I can't see them losing twice in a row it's very tough for me to pick them because I think Florida State could have been a Final Four in another region. Like, there's a lot of aspects I had again misseeded, so they could have made the Elite Eight. And if there were three, like I was saying, but I think Gonzaga has something special for them this year.
0: So, that would set up Buffalo and Nevada six-seven. Trying to think of what I had on my bracket. I think I had.
1: You had Buffalo Michigan. and. I had Buffalo beating Michigan. You had Buffalo beating Michigan. Okay. Yeah.
0: Here though, based on who I I don't know, I think I'm gonna stick with Buffalo.
1: Alright, I'm gonna take Nevada. This is where I think Buffalo ends here. You mentioned too hot at this point. I think both their coaches are very good, but I think Eric Musselman has been a better in terms of the game planning coach. I think he's been a little better. And Nevada has better size against a guard oriented team.
0: No, that's fine. That would set up Gonzaga and Nevada. You you picking the Cinderella story, because I'm not. Not here. I,
1: I, it can happen. Nevada's a good team where that can happen. Remember, look how good they were finishing the games last year. They rallied back to beat Texas, and then they stunned Cincinnati after being down, what, 22 points. So they do have that good comeback. But I, don't, I just don't see them doing that on Gonzaga. Gonzaga still has depth. They have free throw shooting ability. I think they only have one guy under 70% in Brandon Clark, who's still a very good player elsewhere. I can see it with Nevada. Nevada. This is a bit. I, these all these seven seeds, really, besides Cincinnati, are all dangerous, but I, th- dangerous. I, I, I just don't think it's gonna be here. I, I'm gonna say Gonzaga.
0: I woke up feeling dangerous this morning. You did, huh? I did. Baker Mayfield, you're the man. So that would set up a one-seed Gonzaga against a two-seed Michigan State for one half of the final four. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to give you our Midwest and our South predictions. And uh, again, this is how you build the perfect bracket, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because we're never wrong. Ever. Except you. You're wrong sometimes. Really?
1: Did you pick the 16th seed last year?
0: <laughs> I picked Arizona over Texas. I'm sorry. No. I picked Arizona. You picked, I picked, Arizona you picked
1: Nevada over Texas, which I did too. Right. It's all right. We didn't have Texas in our Elite Eight. No.
0: We Texas isn't even in the tournament.
1: <laughs> I know somebody did last year.
0: <clears throat> he who shall not be named because he was too lazy to come today. So, with the shade being done, we will <laughs> go to a quick break. And, again, when we come back, we're wrapping up our – Mad March Madness tournament, presented by Infinity of the Final Four. Find out who wins what when we come back live on the Home Stretch.
1: You're, you're, you're listening
0: to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. World. And the baseball team. Little League, fantasy league. We are b- b- back with the Home Stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Yeah, hello. Welcome back to the home stretch. I am once again your host, Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy Petey, our uh, beloved co host and uh, producer.
1: It <laughs> took a while to figure out.
0: <laughs> because I never call you a co host, so I was like, eh. oh. <laughs> but we need one, and you're here, so there you go. Um, just to update the brewers, we are now doing our March Madness brackets. Um,. In case you missed it, the March Madness tournament has started. And uh we've done the east and the west brackets. And the, for those of you, we're just going I'm just going to recap briefly, go back a little bit. We had Duke and Michigan State in the Elite 8 with Michigan State advancing to the Final 4. And the west we had Gonzaga and Nevada in the Elite 8 and Gonzaga moving on to the Final 4, which would set up Michigan State and Gonzaga in the Final 4. So we're going to continue this trend because we're short on time and I don't want to make anybody mad. We are going to go to the south and we're going to knock this out of the park. And the reason I'm going to the south first is because I know what you're going to say already. Please don't make me use a force on this. It's not going to happen this year.
1: I want it to so badly. I know,
0: but it's not going to happen back now,
1: No, it's going to be closer than people think, though, because I no, actually absolutely. Absolutely. I think gardner Webb's actually a pretty good team, though. And it's also their first tournament appearance, too, which there's going to be some kind of emotional drive where I actually think they can get off to a fast start. But I can't imagine it happening this year, even though I really want it to so badly. <laughs> Virginia, you're still overrated. <sighs> <laughs> I don't want to pick you, but I can't see it happening twice in a row. I think the the one seeds are a little more focused a little, now that the, now that they actually got
0: exposed for once, and especially the one that did get exposed. So, there you have it. Uh, the music's back, and we're back to picking. So, Virginia will advance. Virginia doesn't
1: deserve music.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Virginia, <laughs> Virginia advances to take on either Mississippi, Ole Miss, for those of you who don't know what I just said, and Oklahoma. Mm. Speedy, where are you going with us? I like Ole Miss a lot. Even though they
1: played, even though they've played a little leveled out in the second half of the season, I think they're a very deep team. I think they do a lot of things well. They're another f- team that's very good as a free throw shooting team. They can shoot the three ball. A lot of guys close to forty percent from shooting the three. They're kind of a small team.
0: Wow, perfect guy release.
1: So I think they can get exposed in certain instances, like later on. Uh, To a team with size But Virginia is kind of the same thing They're more of a guard oriented team They're a good defensive guard oriented team But Oklahoma is not that Their best best players are mostly guards They got one good forward in Brady Mannix But I just don't think they're as good this year I'm going to take Ole Miss and I think it's going to be by a lot
0: (laughs) Alright I agree Ole Miss Uh, So what that would mean Is now the number 5 seed Wisconsin takes on the 12 seed Oregon Speedy what's going on here
1: this is everyone's love in Oregon, but we see Wisconsin do this all the time. Just when you think they're down and out, they come back and surprise people. They did it after they lost uh, to the Duke in the, in the finals, then Bo Ryan retired a year later. And then what did they do the next year, the first year of the new coach? They upset Villanova as an eighth seed before losing a heartbreaker the way they did against Florida. Also coming back in that game. They are pesky. They make big shots all the time. They're not as good offensively as prior teams, but Ethan Happ's still a really good player. They have a very good defense. And Oregon, I think at this point, they worked so hard just to get in. They have to be tired out all the mileage. And they, how far could they just peak to, to get to this point? I, I gotta take Wisconsin here. I think Oregon against a lot of other five seeds would win this, but Wisconsin's always tough.
0: I'm taking Oregon. You are. Okay. I, I, like, I like how they're playing. I like how they're doing. Just roll me the dice and we'll All see right. how this Let's goes.
1: All roll the dice. So this will be 12-sided. The number is three, so
0: Aww. that is
1: closer to me. So Wisconsin advances. So we're we're, we're even 2-2 on the dice roll. We right are now.
0: even on the dice roll. Um, and there's going to be a game that tears me apart in a second. But first, for Kansas State against a team that I have no idea where they came from. I don't know even what to call them.
1: They are the ant eaters. <laughs> mm. From? UC Irvine. That's in California.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, they lose. Really? You
1: have them losing?
0: Y- UC Irvine to Kansas State? Hell yeah, Kansas State's going to roll. I don't
1: like Kansas State this year. I think they're another team that's really bad offensively. Last year they overachieved. They peaked a lot. This year they, this year they look like what Virginia was last year. Their offense is, wait for it, 328th in the nation. Out of, like, I think 350 Division I teams. That's bad. And Dean Wade, we don't know the injury status on him. UC Irvine might be too hot. I think they could steam out at some point. I just don't think Kansas State's that good. And UC Irvine's a good defensive team, too. Let's not rule them out, either. They're, they've been that all season. They've peaked offensively. I like them. I like them here. If you want to pick Kansas State... And use a force, fine, but... I'm
0: not. I'll, I'll give you use here, Because I might have to die
1: on. You want to do a dice roll? Uh. We could go to the dice. All right,
0: let's go to the dice.
1: We'll go to the dice. Because, I, I, again, I don't love them either. I just... I don't think Kansas State's that good. So let's see. The dice says eight. That's oh, that's, that's you. That, that's is you. That, that's is it? Yeah.
0: You think so? Yeah. It went over, though. No, it's in between. Oh, okay. It's in between so, both. All right, fine. All right, we'll go to the next one. I'll take my victory. Uh, so this game this game breaks my heart because I want to pick both of them. Really? Six, Nova, 11, St. Mary's. They're great tournament teams. I don't care how they play in the season. Jay Wright and St. Mary's just always play better in the tournament. And Jordan Ford's for real. I like Jordan Ford a lot. So, Speedy, what do you got? Who are you taking here? I, I don't see Villanova as a first-round
1: upset. I don't think they're as good this year. I don't see them at losing here. St. Mary's, they're not as good as they are in previous years. I mean, they're a similar identity. They have that talented defense. They're very, they're, they're a lot like San Diego State today. They, they, they win pesky games, which they might here. I just think Villanova still has enough offensive firepower where they can get by here. And when you see Villanova lose, it's usually not in the first round. It's usually the second round that bites them. So I'm going to take Nova here.
0: All right, so I'll take Nova too. I like both teams. I wish it didn't play totally. Uh Three, Purdue against 14, Old Dominion. Uh, sorry, Old Dominion. You're going to look old. Purdue's going to wipe the floor with you, and I don't think this game's going to be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, Purdue. Purdue's not as good as last year, but they're still very good. They're top 50 in both offensive and defensive uh, numbers. And... Despite losing Isaac Haas, their big man, last year, they still have had good production from Matt Harms, the double-double guy. Carson Edwards is having a great year. And, again, another team that's a pretty good free-throw shooting team. They've got some guys on the bench that aren't great, but it's it's still a deep team. And I think Purdue is a team that could cruise in this weaker region. Seven
0: Cincinnati against ten Iowa I don't like either of these teams. so uh, I'm taking Cincinnati. Their defense, I'm
1: fine okay. with letting you have that because I, I really don't like either of these teams whatsoever. These are the two teams usually choke prone in the tournament anyway. And Iowa has a great def- offense. Cincinnati has a great defense. I just don't like the other identity. So I'll let you have that one because I don't really
0: care. Okay, fine. Uh, two Tennessee against 15 Colgate. That's not toothpaste. Um, <laughs> I mean, is it too obvious to pick Tennessee?
1: Yeah, I think it is. Colgate, nice run. I think it's the first tournament appearance since 2002 or something like that. But Tennessee, I don't see them as a first-round upset. They're not a good tournament team either, but I don't see them as a first-round
0: upset. We're going to go back to the top because Tennessee, Cincinnati, I don't really think it's going to be all that great. Virginia against Mississippi, Speedy. And this is where
1: Virginia loses. Now I'll pick Ole Miss to win this game. Ole Miss's offense, again, like I said, is still very good and, and very deep. They got the guard play, and their defense is good too. And they, they've used it against quality opponents this year. Again, they kind of struggled later on in conference play, but they've they've beaten a lot of good teams. They they beat LSU earlier in the year. Um, they beat Auburn earlier in the year, so they have some good wins on. With that defense, and I really do think it's a, it's a good team all around with what they can do. They can't, they're not just a three point team, they're not just a mid range team, and they're a good free throw team, which helps finish his games. And that defense is good too. This is where Virginia loses. I'll take all Miss.
0: All right. Well, I'm not gonna disagree because I didn't think Virginia was all that great either. Um, five Wisconsin, four against Kansas State. I got to be honest with you. I think Kansas State at this point is just going to catch momentum and knock out Wisconsin.
1: Nope. I disagree. I still don't like them. They're two iffy offenses, so there's always a shot. But Wisconsin, I just trust more to hit big shots. I think this is the epitome of close game, and Wisconsin wins that scrappy style that they always do, and then they'll get a big three somewhere from a guy that we never hear of. That's how they like to win. So shall we go to the
0: dice? We're going to go to the dice. All
1: right. So this time I, is, is a five-sided dice I guess we'll have to do the exact number And you got a four So you do get Kansas State again <laughs> So Kansas State is scrapping through with the dice hmm. We'll Just see like if you're ra-
0: Scrapped through the tournament We'll see if you're right Six Nova against three Purdue uh, This is going to be a good game I am going to take Purdue in this one, I think
1: I agree I'm going to take Purdue as well. I just think they're a little more well rounded this year. And they got the size to handle Villanova in this case.
0: Seven Cincinnati against number two Tennessee. And I got to be honest with you, I, this could be an upset too.
1: You're going to take Cincinnati?
0: No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to pick Tennessee. So you yeah. think
1: it's just like a closer than people expect kind of game?
0: Yeah, but I looked at Cincinnati's free throw percentage, and it's not great. No. If it was a little bit better, I probably would have picked Cincinnati. That's always
1: their problem, too. They're one of those teams that loses by three. They'll blow leads. they have always been that for a while. So I got to agree with you. I'll take Tennessee as
0: well. Which sets up Tennessee, Purdue, and I'm going to take Purdue in this one. I agree with you.
1: I'm taking Purdue as well. I this is where I think Tennessee is run. And I mean, neither of them are great tournament teams, but I think again they got the size inside. I think they got better depth as a whole. And Tennessee loses a lot of weird games like this, uh, so I'm gonna agree with you and take Purdue, even though I'm not a fan of really of either coach. I still think Purdue's a little better
0: all around. Number four, Kansas State against eight Mississippi. <laughs>
1: Again, I'm going to take Ole Miss. I'm going to take Ole Miss. Ah, I just think point, they're a better they're team.
0: I, I think they're a better team, though. They're too hot at that point.
1: Yeah, but I just don't think Kansas nah, State is that and good. And I don't
0: like their late-game tendencies. They're not a terrible late-game team. They're not good late-game team. No,
1: I'm not going to say that either. But, again, I Kansas State I just don't think is a good enough offensive team to be able to hang Big around. Big 12 if Mississippi-
0: is not much worse than the SEC. It is this year. I don't know. To go 14-4 in your conference, to go 10-8 and eight in your conference, I don't know. All you're right. you're going to have to roll a dice. We're going to have to roll
1: the dice again. So now we go to the eight-sided die. Oh, it's a six. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> That's the average. And another four. <laughs> Kansas State keeps squeaking through.
0: That would set up three Purdue against four Kansas State, Speedy. All right. Are you taking
1: Kansas State?
0: No, at that point, they're
1: too much. So, you're going to take Purdue as well? All right. So, Purdue in the final four so far in
0: this one. Did you want to roll the dice? I think you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) No. Kansas State, you're lucky in this one. That sets up the Midwest. Uh, UNC against Iona. I'll take Iona. Really? No, I didn't think so. All right. UNC is going to be a tough out.
1: They are, but this is a brutal region, I'm going to tell you that right now.
0: It is very
1: it, good. There's a, all these top teams are very good, but all of them could just easily lose in the second round. So.
0: Eight, yes. uh, Utah State against nine, Washington. I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Washington. I'm not even going to ask any questions about it. And I'm going to
1: disagree with you wholeheartedly. Utah really? State was another one of my major sleepers. They got, a, they got a lot of good guard play. They got three guys shooting over 40%. Washington's not a good offensive team either. So, I am going to take Utah State. I'm trying to think if I want a force here. I don't know.
0: If you're not, you're rolling the dice.
1: Yeah, I'm going to use it here. All right, so I'm going to use State. my last force.
0: All right. So, Utah State goes against North Carolina. Good luck, Utah State. Uh, number five, Auburn takes on 12, New Mexico State. And it just, uh, they're like, at this point, they're kind of like the biggest small market team in the conference. They're good, though. They are pretty good.
1: I'm going to take them for that reason. Plus, Auburn's always a bad tournament team. Or not Not them. Bruce Pearl's always a bad tournament coach. And they're another one. Again, Peak like Oregon peaking in the tournament, it ends. The momentum will end at some point. I think New Mexico State's just a better Not. They're not a better team, but they're a really, really good uh, mid-major.
0: All right, I'll agree. Uh, four Kansas against 13 Northeastern.
1: All right, that's my brother's school, so I'm praying they win. And you know how much I hate Kansas. So Northeastern, you have a chance to be legends. I'm picking them just for personal purposes.
0: No way, no how.
1: Are you using the force here?
0: I'm not using a force, but you got to stop. This is for our bracket here. I know. We want a perfect right, bracket, fine. You
1: want You want my analysis of why Kansas is overrated?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: They're distracted by all these scandals, too. They had one in the beginning of the year with Silvio D'Souza. They, they've lost uh, Azabuki at times uh, throughout the year. Their inside game is not – it wasn't good last year either. Granted, they made the Final Four. But, again, their overall numbers, which are usually top 50 in both, they're not as good this year, and they're not as deep. Azabuki out for the season. Uh, you got Legero Vic now gone. So they're losing a lot of the experience they had on this team. And again, right how much do you trust those freshmen? Take Kansas. Are you forcing?
0: No, but you're gonna roll the dice, and I'm just I hoping am that my luck. The dice. <sighs> four?
1: It was two, so which is closer to four than it is to <laughs> thirteen.
0: Sorry, Northeastern next year. Uh six, Iowa State takes on eleven, Ohio State takes and to me, again, this is kind of one of those things. I'm going to go with Ohio State. Really? Yeah. I disagree again. I'm taking
1: Iowa State. I think they're really dangerous. I think this is, a, this is a, another team that was misseated. I thought once they beat Kansas in the Big 12 title game, I thought they should have been a five, personally. They're a very really good defensive team, which is not normally what they're known for, Iowa State. They're normally known for their offense, but they still have that too. they got two very good young players, in Lindell Wigginton, and I forget the other guy's name. He has a very weird name. Uh, their best player. Oh, Shayok. Marielle Shayok or something like that. They're both very good, and Iowa State has a very good passing team as well. I, I can't see this game being even close. So we go to the dice again? Yeah. All right. We go with the 11-sided, and it's a four, so Iowa State Damn. does end up taking it. Damn, damn,
0: damn. So Which,
1: that I'm starting to rally back on the dice after Kansas State got spoon fed.
0: <laughs> Three Houston takes on fourteen Georgia State. Um, uh, this game this game. I don't even care for. But I think Houston wins this game. Yeah,
1: great. I think this is a Houston team out for redemption with the way they lost last year. That stunner against Michigan. They're hungry. It's gonna be tough, but they're hungry.
0: Yeah. Honus Wagner, great shot. Anyway, Jordan Poole. same, same guy. Anyway, uh, number seven Wolf takes on ten Seaton Hall. I'm sorry, I'm taking Seaton Hall. I, I dis- I don't trust Warford at all.
1: I like Warford a lot. Do I really you? do. There, there are the another- Big East.
0: Stop. The, now, stop. What? The Big East. Has more teams, I think, that can beat Walford than Walford could beat teams in the Big East.
1: True, but here's the thing: this is another one of the things when I'm talking about the mid-majors that have really extremely good identities. 12th ranked offense and 41st on on defense. They got depth. They also have good free throw shooting. They have a combination of everything, and they play tough with those uh, with those SEC teams. They they beat who do they beat? I think it was Vanderbilt earlier in the year. So I think they have the tendencies to do that, and they don't have a lot of bad losses either. They hung around with Alabama, they hung around with Georgetown, they hung around with uh, Ole Miss. So they're they got another they got a lot of good in there too. So I'm gonna take Wofford. If you want to use the force here and take Seton Hall, I don't mind. Seton Hall's still a good team. I think they're the best 10 seed. I just think Wofford's really good.
0: No, I'll cha- I'll let you have one. All right. Uh, two Kentucky takes on Abigail Abiel.
1: Their first tournament appearance ever in their sixth year in Division Stop. One.
0: Don't make me use it. Two Kentucky. All right. Kentucky, Kentucky. That's Kentucky. fine. Do you really want to pick the 15 seed?
1: I was considering it, but I, I won't do it here. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I can see it happening. Just again, another one of those emotional rushes. And Kentucky's very boomer bust, so I can actually see it happening. But I'm not going to do it here because we already have. Uh, a 12 seed in there, so I'll stick to
0: it. Plus, you let me have Wofford. <laughs> uh, UNC, Utah State.
1: I think Utah can win this game, but I just don't think they have enough size to handle North Carolina. You have to be able to rebound, and you have to be able to keep up the I, have a huge I actually think it'll be closer than people expect, but I'll still take Carolina, even though I, th- I can see
0: it being the upset here. So UNC advances twelve New Mexico State against four Kansas. Don't let me down, dice, because
1: I'll probably need it here.
0: <laughs> I'm taking Kansas. Of course you are. All right, here we go. I'm sorry. Don't even waste the dice. I'm, you're, you're I'm forcing, forcing
1: that. I'm forcing?
0: Right. forcing it, pal. All right. Uh, six Iowa State against three Houston, and we might fight this one, because I'm not. I, I'm not going to take Houston.
1: I like both teams, so I'm, I wasn't really going to fight you on that. I like Houston as well in this, too. They're another one of those teams that I, I think they're hungry out. Uh, they're a great defensive team, too, and I think they just have a little more experience right now than Iowa State does. So I'll agree with you on that. But, again, I think both are dangerous.
0: And that would set up seven Warford against two Kentucky. All right. All right.
1: I'll take Wofford here because it's what's what's in my bracket. I I really think they're that good, and I really think Kentucky could be they could be vulnerable. They're they're a young team. You never know what to get out of them. They're 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 another one of those teams. Like I said, those top teams that could be in the Final Four just as easily as they could be out now.
0: <gasps> I agree with you. Oh, we're taking Wofford too. All right. Which sets up UNC Kansas in the Elite Eight.
1: Sweet sixteen.
0: Sweet sixteen. Whatever. I'm still not
1: picking Kansas.
0: And I'm still not picking UNC. Really? Nope. So now we
1: go to the dice again. Yes. Let's see. I guess we need exact numbers again. Yes. Now we've gotten two a bunch of times. That doesn't help. And it's a four. (laughs) What is with these fours? (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs)
0: Ha, (laughs) ha, ha. Three Houston against seven Wofford.
1: This is another one I think would go either way. I still have Wofford in here, too. Th- this is where I think Houston run ends because of the free throw shooting, the bad free throw shooting. And, again, I think Houston or Wofford was last year what I think what Houston was, was almost last year before they ended up losing to Michigan, that very pesky, very well-rounded team that's going to play close with everybody. So I'm going to take Wofford again. If you take Houston, that's fine. Because I really think they're both really good. Like, I remember the reverse scenario. I was telling you, I had two different Cinderella scenarios. Houston was my other Final Four team where I I had uh, Ole Miss. So that was my other option. So what are you going to do here? Houston. You're going to do Houston? Houston. All right, so we got a uh, seven-sided die. Really? Well, there's a seven versus a three. Why would I do a 12-sided die?
0: Oh, I don't know. I thought there was an eight-sided die.
1: All right, let's see. What do we got? Oh, we did get a seven. Oh, Wofford moves on.
0: The one time I actually wanted to get a dice. Here we go. Kansas, (laughs) Wofford. Just roll the freaking (laughs) dice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Four? It's a four.
1: It's exactly a four, so that is painful. Mm. My least favorite team
0: in the final four. (laughs)
1: Come on, Purdue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do you not like Kansas?
1: Kansas, the 2008 Kansas team—the first year I ever made a bracket—beat but- the team in Memphis that I had winning it all. Yeah. Mario Chalmers with the first buzzer beater, freaking sent oh, it to overtime, right. and they ended up winning it overtime. So I've held a grudge with them ever since. So that makes it more fitting that my brother's school's now playing it. Now they could be personal legends and great. <laughs> That's my brother's school. That's why. So-
0: Wait, you're holding on to a grudge for 10 years? Yes. let All right. But you forgive Errol every day. I forgive Errol? (laughs) You forgive Errol. For what? Being weird.
1: Because he's not going to change that.
0: Well, you can't change the fact that your bubble got busted either.
1: Yeah, but it's just the way it
0: happened. Uh,
1: It's not a matter like. I've also gotten knocked out in the first round, but I don't have grudges there. Like Last year, I remember I picked Wichita State, and Marshall knocked them out, but I was happy for Marshall. I was fine with that, with the way they won. Like I'm, I'm not as mad over that. Plus, again, there were other factors that made last year great, too. Hmm. And <laughs> <In> Virginia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so just to recap now, we have the final four as number two Michigan against one Gonzaga and three Purdue against four.
1: I really want to name that team. Ah, The Jayhawks of Kansas.
0: Put a smile on your face. We're in front of the people. Not happening. Not for that team. (laughs) So two Michigan against one Gonzaga. What do you think, Speedy? I took
1: Gonzaga here, and this is actually the final four I had in my personal bracket. I took Gonzaga here. Both are very good coaches. Obviously, Izzo's better in terms of longevity, but I think Gonzaga has a better team right now. I think this is where the injuries will end up costing Michigan State. So I'm going to take Gonzaga here.
0: I'm not. You're not? No, if you knock out Duke, I'm taking Michigan State. All right. And at this point, we need a
1: <laughs> two-sided dice. One or two. What do we got? Right. Let's see. It is a one. Oh, Gonzaga moves on.
0: Damn, damn, damn. Damn, damn to hell. Now, if Duke, if we had put Duke in that spot, would you still pick Gonzaga? Yes. Oh, okay. I
1: would. And then I guess we would have had to do a... Uh, well, they both one seats. I heard a-
0: No, I would have held on to my force. I, I would not have. No, there's no way. All right, so
1: you would have done that.
0: I would have forced Duke in the national championship. There's no way. All right. Three Purdue against four Kansas. I, I I'm assuming there's no talking to you into Kansas. No. Still no. Are think- we going to the
1: dice? Or are you going to take Purdue? Oh, God. Come on. Not a two. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Come on. Not a four this time. Yes, finally. They get knocked out. Goodbye. (laughs) You sound so bitter. Between Kansas State and Kansas, winning all those dice rolls in a row. (laughs) Of course I am. (laughs) (laughs) Two teams I thought were very overrated. No gotten through for the dice rolls.
0: So your national championship is Gonzaga against Purdue. Mm Mm-hmm. So when we come back, we're going to tell you who wins that national championship game. Cliffhanger. Thank you. Wow. Well. (laughs) Find out who wins the national championship after this.
1: You're, you're, You're listening to the Worldwide Sports
0: Radio Network. And manage the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back with the home stretch on the World Wide Sports Radio Network. So, uh, welcome back to the home stretch. I am your host, Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy Petey, and I just lost the whole bracket. You lost the whole bracket. The whole bracket. Well, good so, thing I have it up. A good thing you have it up. It's Gonzaga and Purdue, right? Gonzaga and
1: Purdue in the finals for us.
0: You're going to have to talk because I have no idea. All right. Well, let's get this music up first
1: because those teams do deserve music. So this is a battle of two very not really known college basketball teams, but Gonzaga, they're always there. Everyone's waiting for them to do it finally. Versus Purdue, who would be a nice story uh, if they did do it. I think Gonzaga ultimately has it here. I just think with the depth that they have with the coaching, I think it's just better with Mark Few uh, over um, over Matt Painter. So I, I do think they ended up ultimately winning. I think Purdue's depth is just not as good at this point. I, I would take Gonzaga. A lot of people are taking this as final of the year with their top-ranked offense, their most efficient offense. And again, when you can shoot free throws, you can win close games, and that, yes. that ends up being the key. Especially with the one and one in college basketball, those can make the difference. Teams or uh, players do crumble under that a lot of the time. When you've got two forwards shooting over sixty percent, you got great guard play with Perkins and Norvell. This is a really, really tough team. And Kelly and Tilly, who was a big part of that final four, uh, that championship run when they lost North Carolina two years ago, he's coming off the bench. That's how that's how good of a team this really is. So. I, I think Gonzaga would win it here. I think the guard play ends up just being too much. And I think the, the pace ends up being a little too much for uh, for Purdue. Who, while they are a very talented team and can play at different paces, I just don't know if they have it enough, especially with the free throws right here. So I would take Gonzaga here. Would you take Gonzaga? Huh? You would take Gonzaga? I again? would here, yeah. All right. Do we have an agreement? Or are we going to the dice?
0: You're gonna take Purdue, all right. First, first number to hit. Let's see. It's obviously two and four.
1: No. No, there's no four. It's one or three. One, two, or three. But we got a two. To start. And another two. That doesn't help. Ah, it is a three. So, it ends up being Purdue. Very interesting. All right. In the ESPN feature, there's also a tiebreaker to pick the final score. You want to pick a final score? Because you have Purdue, obviously.
0: 68-64. 68-64, you said? Yes. Okay.
1: So that is what we are going with. Purdue is our home stretch national champions bracket.
0: Not really. Duke would
1: All right. So you have Duke in your personal. Yes. I have Gonzaga in my personal, so... Oh, really? You can see why I was leaning in that direction. Yeah, it's not like I can't see them ever losing, but it's the way it all turned out for me. It was tough between them and Florida State. It was tough between them and Michigan State, but I ultimately went with it.
0: Yeah, that, yeah I, I can see it. So, um, that's how that ends. Um, thank you for your, your amazing help speed. Um so that's it we did our brackets uh, we got 10 minutes left or less than 10 minutes I know that uh, Clem is going to be on time today and <laughs> him and Moffat have a great show planned for you on Moffat on the mic so we are not closing the doors oh
1: why would you ever say that <laughs> I
0: don't know I thought I've heard it somewhere before I thought oh maybe I'll just start using that I thought it was frowned upon <laughs> it is. Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's no way I could do a Speeds playoffs in five minutes. There's no way. All right. Um. Tomorrow we're doing a mock draft.
1: Ooh, very interesting.
0: No, it's not because it's just me and you. But um, I'm trying to think. If anyone wants to come on, you know, give this a shot, please feel free. 631-676-2968. Give us a call. I'd be more than happy to have you on. Fill out a couple brackets. Not brackets. Duh. Do a mock draft. We can stay on as long as I want. Oh, wait a
1: minute. Hold on. They don't have it tonight. Clem has car trouble and Craig is in the city. So actually they don't have it tonight. So if you want to do a Speedy's Playhouse, we can. I have one.
0: <laughs> do you? I did. I had one. Do you? Yeah. Really? I do. Really? Really. What sport? Still basketball. <sighs> yeah, why not?
1: You wanna do it? Yeah. Alright. So I decided to before we used the dice to lure Kansas to the final <laughs> I actually rolled another dice to determine which seed I would be using. I took a random seed and again it was it's it's gonna be a similar theme to the the last basketball one. The last two. <laughs> You get 10 NBA teams to choose from. I did the last two players of a particular seed. The number that was rolled was seven. So I used the seven seeds, Nevada, Wofford, Cincinnati, and Louisville. So the team that drafted the last two players to come out of that school. So I, I ended up using that. So the teams you pick from are the Houston Rockets. Okay. Uh, Houston Rockets, who drafted uh, Louisville's last player. I'm trying to get it up. I closed the tab by accident. Uh, Louisville players in the NBA. The Rockets picked... Come on, Internet. Yeah, Dang Adele. Oh, no. Dang Adele was drafted by Cleveland. My bad. So Cleveland Cavaliers are another one. Uh... Raymond Spaulding was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks. Or the Phoenix Suns, my bad. You use the Phoenix Suns. So who did you use the Rockets select? Do I get
0: to use
1: Dallas? No, Dallas was not on the list. Dallas was also the was just the second team that uh Spaulding is now playing for or did play for. Oh, here's the thing. You could use the Philadelphia 76ers as a result of the second Wofford player. Remember we couldn't find the other one? Mike Howard? This guy was in 1953, Jim Neal, who was drafted by the Syracuse Nationals, who now are the Philadelphia 76ers. So you could use the Sixers because of that. The Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh, they have the Rockets guy. That's that's who it is. Gary Clark, who was a standout on Cincinnati last year, was drafted by the Rockets. And Jacob Evans was drafted by the Golden State Warriors. So you can use them as well. And then the last one is... Louisville, Wofford. Oh, Nevada. Nevada players in the NBA. this, This one was a while ago. It was like 2010, I think it was. Yes, it was Luke Babbitt. Oh, I remember Babbitt. Who was drafted by the Portland Trailblazers. And the second guy was Nick Fazekas, who was drafted by the Orlando Magic. Oh, I forgot the second guy's for the other teams. Hold on. So then... The second guy for Cincinnati, oh, second guy for Cincinnati was Jacob Evans. You can use the Wizards, like I was saying, for for Neil or for uh, for Mike Howard, and for Louisville, the the second going back was Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> oh, so you can use the Utah Jazz. Uh wait, where are the Clippers? I have the Clippers on the list too. Where did they come in? Oh no, Fizakis was the Clippers and the Magic. Was oh, another Cincinnati, Troy Copain. All right, so the list because oh, that was complicated to go through the Rockets, the Warriors, Portland, the Suns, the Magic, the Cavaliers, the Jazz, the Clippers, the Wizards, and the 76ers. Those are the teams you get to pick from. I guess I'll leave the March Madness music going. Why not? It looks like Steph Curry is his point guard. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. Kevin Durant is a forward. You can label which one. Now, are you doing it where you're going to try to use every team again? Still waiting, deep in thought. No, he's not using every team again. Probably because the Cavs are on there. (laughs) Kevin Love will be nowhere near this thing. Damian Lillard as another guard and James Harden. And we got Donovan Mitchell, who's... Why'd you label him as a forward? He's a shooting guard, I thought. I didn't think he was a forward. Oh... Basketball reference labels him as a shooting guard, and ESPN labels him as a point. And you him as a forward. Curious on that logic. Let's see, Bradley Beale is in as shooting guard again. Joel Embiid, Capella, and DeMarcus Cousins are in there, and I think I saw Jimmy Butler as well. Jimmy Butler and Draymond Green are in as forwards. So, well, you have some s- technical centers, but none labeled as centers. You're labeling them as, as forwards. Yes. Now we got to see the logic behind all these positional changes.
0: All right, so here's what we're doing, right? And this is just how I want it set up point guards and I, I only took James Harden so I didn't have to hear your mouth. He's not going to play for my team. He would zone. <laughs> so I would have Curry and Beal, Durant and Bede and probably Jimmy Butler on the floor to start. I would so really Durant like would Draymond.
1: Forward. What happened? Durant would be power forward then and Butler would be small.
0: No, not really. I would go with what the hell was that? I would go with a hybrid kind of thing. Like okay. four wings and one center. All or right. one traditional center. Even though I have them live on the forward. And Bede and Cousins are gonna play the most. Capella would play if I needed like a run and gun center. But and I had the floor with like Curry, Lillard, Beale and Clay and him running down the floor at the same time. But traditionally, I would want Curry and Lillard to be the prom- primary ball handlers. Again, I really don't want Harden on the floor that much. <laughs> I don't. And people are going to go, well, he's the MVP of the league. No, he's not. First no, I don't all, think he's MVP. He's not the MVP of the league.
1: He'll be a scoring champ, but he's not going to be MVP.
0: No, I-, I think the MVP is the guy I picked first. I-, I really think Steph Curry should be MVP of the league. So Curry's on the floor. Bradley Beal, who's the best two-guard in basketball. And then you got Lillard and Clay, who would play together. And Clay Thompson and Steph Curry have great chemistry, but Lillard and McCollum are very similar to Clay and Steph. So I think Clay would step right in, and Clay might even be better with a guy like Lillard because Lillard is a pretty good defender as an all right. So Yeah, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have to spend as much time on the defensive side. Um, and he, Durant's right; he is a absolute All-NBA defender. There's nothing wrong with that, but he's gonna be able to focus more on the offensive side because a little bit's bit gonna man the best guard. So with that, Donovan Mitchell, I like Donovan Mitchell again, he's an all around player. The reason I put him at three was because I was gonna do this weird paradox thing where Durant only really plays a small forward. And when he comes out I would go three three guards and two forward. Ah, okay. So that's why I had. So to. he would
1: essentially play the three as a, right. it would be listed. But really?
0: Yeah. So. Well, I, yeah,
1: he's more of an attacking
0: guard, so that makes sense. And then for forwards, traditional, I wanted Durant size, length. He can do anything. Um, and then I wanted grit and toughness, which is why I put Jimmy Butler. He's an all-around solid player. And then Draymond Green, who he's a point guard that doesn't want to shoot. Well, yeah, I mean that I mean, he'll do
1: everything else, though. right? Yeah. And
0: I don't think his defensive woes are troubling. I think he'll snap out of it. I think it's just hurt. And then Embiid, Capella, and Cousins. Cousins can do anything. The chemistry him and Steph have is fantastic. And Embiid's the best center in basketball right now, so I had to take him. There's nothing Embiid can't do. He struggles from outside, but to be quite honest with you, with the rest of that team, he's gonna get open looks.
1: All right. Yeah, it's. I think the way it would have happened, I agree with you actually with putting hard in that f- further down the depth chart, I guess, in this kind of scenario, because I actually think Lillard is more well-rounded, and I think Beal is a little more efficient than he is. Oh, so. God, by a lot. So, I, don't even
0: think it's a, I don't think it's close.
1: I, 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 can't, I, won't, I won't even knock you for that. Here's the one thing I want to ask. Why Capella over Gobert, though?
0: Interesting. So here's the thing about Rudy Gobert, right? He defensively is stellar.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Is. Yeah.
0: I think Cousins So wait, you're not compl- you're not complaining about Cousins.
1: No. No, Cousins is fine. I think he's still the best center in
0: basketball. I agree, but I just I can't Embiid's played all year. He's played well all year. I can't I just want well, That's
1: fine. Plus you want to maybe have the chemistry with Butler too.
0: Well right. Cousins is gonna play more than Capella. I, I know I wrote him third. It's because I didn't know if I wanted that many big men. Um But what I would what I would say to Gobert over Capella Capella again, I want a team that run, gets up and runs the floor. I think when Capella runs the floor with Houston, he means more than when Gobert runs the floor in Utah.
1: Well, they're a mixed pace team, anyway. Eh?
0: Oh well, right, but I I would want a running gun team, and okay. I think that Curry would look up and see him run down the floor, and that's a pass. Oh, so as you opposed think he's just to more Curry.
1: used to the kind of system. Yes. with the three point shooting.
0: Absolutely, but and here's the here's really the part that makes everyone go, oh yeah, even if the three isn't falling, right? Because there's gonna be nights like that, like right now, Clay Clay and are not shooting the ball well at all. I, there's nothing that team wouldn't do. Bradley Beal can shoot long ball. He can shoot inside. He can get to the paint. Lillard does the same thing. Harden does the same thing. Durant does the same thing. The inside guys do the same thing. Butler, I don't trust Jimmy Butler shooting the three ball anyway, but he's his specialty is the inside game anyway.
1: Right, but I, so, he also doesn't take dumb shots either. Though.
0: Right, but that's my whole point is that I don't think I would have, and there, the ball movement on that team would make the Spurs look like child's play. Really? Yeah. Well, who's gonna Who's gonna stop the bull?
1: You made the Spurs look like child's play. I didn't think I. No, I'm not even saying that. I agree with you that that part. To hear that come out of you is surprising for someone who praises Greg Popovich the way he does.
0: Oh no, I, Pop's my coach. All right. That's. Oh, well, uh, can't have Pop.
1: No, <laughs> no, he's not listed there.
0: No, I'm pretty sure Pop got fired today. the All right, so Doc Rivers. I would take Doc Rivers. Okay. So Doc Rivers, I think, would intimate a very similar style that you saw with Lob City. It worked pretty well. It's just Blake Griffin was soft and Chris Paul was injured. Steph Curry, you could, I guess, label him that way, but his injuries are just freaky. They're not... Like oh he's yeah he's got bad ankles but his ankle injuries are very weird like slipping over wet floor it's not it's always a weird running and twisting an ankle thing it's not it's never really that yeah
1: and that's not gonna affect a catch and shoot motion either right Curry's gonna be in the uh, league for
0: another ten years
1: yeah that's possible
0: at like a high level I'm not talking about like bench player he's gonna be a starting caliber. Oh what a shot. Who was that? Is that Marco Bellinelli? I don't think he's there anymore. It is Marco Bellinelli.
1: Oh he is. okay. I thought he I thought he went somewhere else.
0: I know he went to Philly, but I think. Maybe Philly, he went
1: back, okay. I don't know.
0: <laughs> that's a four point play the hard way. Well. Wow. What a not for nothing. That's a great defense play by the right too. This I really, I think that's a little tacky of a call, personally. A game like that, I mean, it w-
1: there was no intent. But no, it's not, still not, a foul. he got
0: five. No, I know that, but I think if you're gonna make a chase down like that, that's how you eliminate defense from the game of basketball. The closeout—you can't get mad at people for closing out that way. Clay Thompson, you, all right, he's starting to get hot. That's gonna, This is a good game, people. Golden State, uh, San Antonio. And I'm telling you, San Antonio's going to be a tough out. Always are. If they, I'm going to redo them because I don't think my season's going to be right for the West. But depending on who plays San Antonio, they're going to be a very, very hard out. Very hard. And I personally wanted them to play Houston because I think the Spurs would beat Houston. But
1: They did. They made them look foolish. What was it? 16? 2016? They won that series in five games. I mean, that team was a little better, granted, but... Like, the Rockets were still this high-powered... ISO three-point right. offense. And the Spurs made them look like children.
0: Damn. That's incredible. 21 straight years in the playoffs. Well, before I get distracted and forget to erase that board where Marks loses his crap. I need a grade from you, Mr. Peter.
1: Well, congratulations. You have earned the A-plus, finally. Yeah! All and right! You have. You, you, the one criticism I had was the Gobert-Capella thing, but it makes sense now that I see the way your system ends up working. All the guard play, and it ends up working, even with the attacking guards like Mitchell, and obviously uh, Seth Curry and Dame Limo- D- Damian Lillard could be finesse attackers if they wanted to. Like, they're not inefficient driving to the hoop, even though they're obviously smaller. So I think that all makes sense now with the, with the way that ends up happening. I agree with you with putting Harden down just to save the efficiency purposes. You want to have better ball movement in that kind of instance. And I agree with you having Beal uh, higher up on the death chart, too, than, than Clay Thompson, because I agree with you. I think he's just a better player. And if Klay Thompson were in Washington, I don't think he'd be as good as Beal is. Right.
0: 8 <laughs> Yep, you did it. I did do it. You
1: sold. You sold me on that one.
0: Nice. Thank you. Now, if I didn't have Harden, would you give me an A plus?
1: Who would you ever place Harden with? I'm just curious.
0: Scheme-wise, probably McCollum. McCollum or um, Danilo Gallinari.
1: If it was Gallinari, you wouldn't get an A plus. If it was McCollum, I still would like it though because of the chemistry. Oh, you know what? Because no. of the chemistry with Lillard.
0: Never mind. I wouldn't. I would not. I would have made it. Um, I would have made it. Uh, Tobias Harris. That's who I would have put in there.
1: That's interesting.
0: Um, I would have made it Tobias. Tobias is more efficient than he is to me. He doesn't take bad shots either. Yeah, defense. you're
1: right. All right, I would still probably do it for that too, just so you have a little more forward depth as well.
0: Good. His. That's what I'm gonna do right now. All right. Anyway, um uh, damn. So, Clay Thompson has like what twelve points in five minutes.
1: Yes, after having two points and or zero points in three quarters.
0: This is a good game, but uh, thank you for the A plus. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have one saved for tomorrow in case?
1: No, I didn't make another one yet. I will make one for tomorrow though.
0: Thank you. Working or uh,
1: or make one save one however you want to do it with this uh with this draft we have in mind and I guess you know, however you want to randomize the the teams I don't know how you want to do it like
0: randomize the order is set buddy
1: oh you made this already
0: what do you mean oh no so
1: what did you want to do
0: what I'm gonna do for this draft oh this is different yeah it's okay. gonna be different all um, right
1: we'll reveal it to our listeners.
0: Oh, no, I'll tell him now. I don't give a crap. So, we're gonna. I'm going to make every pick, and you're going to grade it. Oh, okay. And here's where I need you on your game, because at the end of the draft, we're, you're going to grade all of my draft picks. Really? Yeah. So, 32, you better have a good calculator with your pal, because you're going to need one.
1: So, I'm going to rank the best picks?
0: No, no, no. What you're going to do is, like, so number one overall, I'm going to take Kyler Murray. Right. Even the... We have to decide Good, I, know,
1: I know you wouldn't do that so. Right
0: <gasps> But If I think it's going to happen I have to preference saying that I think it's going to happen
1: Oh so you're doing a mixture of both then What you think is going to happen And what you should think should Yes Oh that's interesting Okay Alright you could preface that So you, you want me to grade the I think you should do it Or I think it's going to happen What
0: I would do. Right you, you know what screw it Tomorrow is what I would do Okay
1: you want to just do tomorrow what you would right. do, which, which I usually like more anyway. Now, if you ever do one of what you think is going to happen, you want me to grade it on the likability? Like...
0: No, on how the team – well, on the – it makes sense. Oh, no, because Arizona is not going to make any sense.
1: I still won't think it makes sense anywhere. It doesn't. No. I-,
0: I think it's happening, though. I couldn't agree more. It's it's going to happen. But what I'm going to say is, is, like, when I do the giant pick, for example, I'm going to say you're taking – this guy, because you're going to get so-and-so. Oh. To me, you've got four quarterbacks to choose from. The Giants are going to get a quarterback uh, sometimes.
1: So you think you're now predicting them to take one or trade for one? Mm-mm. No?
0: I think you could either trade for one or you're going to sign one next year.
1: Oh, okay. Anything to avoid Do this Do not be draft.
0: surprised. You're not taking Dwayne Haskins. You're not taking Dwayne Haskins, and you're not drafting a quarterback. You might take like a, a fourth or a fifth round pick just because, you know, so be it. But I don't think you're going to draft a franchise guy. No, I don't mm-hmm. want it. And I know who your pick is going to be in the first round from a mile away. And let me tell you something I hated the Odell trade. I'm starting to think that this team could compete sooner rather than later, though.
1: I hope you're right, but that would take a lot.
0: I think the giant. I think you're going to see, not this year. This year, you guys are probably going to get another top five pick, but next year, after free agency and after the draft, the Giants are going to hit all cylinders.
1: Hmm.
0: Trust me. All right. Trust me. I see this. I I I think I see the building. The Giants are projecting to build. So. All right. If everything goes right, of course. But um, uh, that's it. I guess we are closing the doors for you, but we're not. But we're not. So, Why don't we ever do such a thing? <laughs> we're just going to turn the lights off and go home. Um, man, Lamarcus Aldridge is underrated. Jeez. So, for that being
1: said, <laughs> another player you like that Errol doesn't.
0: <laughs> how can you not like him? He's. He thinks he's overrated. He's what six eleven? Plays defense. I think so, yeah. Tw- double double guarantee. Good shots, defender, rebounder, efficient from three, efficient from mid range, efficient inside the paint. How can you not like him?
1: Oh, that's, that's his yeah, argument. And he's not, not even mine. a bad
0: passer for his size. No, I think he's a good passer. Um,
1: I, again, I'm not the one making the argument. It's just, it's just funny how you and Errol think very differently with basketball.
0: <laughs> he's taking too many hockey pucks to the hair. Anyway, before he doesn't even call anymore, so it really doesn't matter how much I say. i really just say things to provoke him, and he never calls, so it's fun. I don't care. So, for Tyler Harrison and our co-host slash producer, Speedy Petey, it's been fun. Hasn't been fun?
1: Well, three-fourths of it. The Kansas part. That was painful. Yeah. I don't... I don't want to see an, a bracket I'm involved in and have Kansas in the Final Four, but
0: whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I will never disappoint you again. With that being said, again, I am Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy Petey. We're leaving. That's it. We are leaving. We're going home. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, 8, 10 p.m. Tomorrow, NFL Mock Draft. If anyone from this network is actually listening to this show, which you're not, so I'm wasting my breath, but that's (laughs) fine. Feel free to text me. You're more than welcome to come on. I will do what we did last week again. I do not care, and I know Speedy gets very excited. Mm -hmm. By the way, when we do this again, we're all going to have different teams.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: Which means no Giants for you.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. Can I at least have Tampa then?
0: Why would you want Tampa?
1: So I don't be stupid like I I I think them trading back that who, whoever was Tampa
0: last time, that's stupid. Well don't. Okay. Well, well he, <laughs> he wasn't stupid for stealing Devin White, but I don't know. I still say my trade for Greedy Williams was great. That was amazing. <laughs> so anyway. I'm surprised Greedy Williams
1: fell that far to be honest with you.
0: I know, me too. But what are you gonna do? So again, or uh, if any fan wants to fan, I shouldn't say fan, I don't have fans. If any, um, critic wants to come on here and try their shot, feel free to give me a call as well. So that's it for worldwide sports radio network. We're going to be here tomorrow morning, bright and early with the haystack. And if you want to stay awake, do not watch that show, but (laughs) of course you went there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. Um, I don't know what Guido has planned, but I'm sure it's something interesting. Probably an idea he got from me, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, that's it. We're going to close the... Oh no, I, no, I'm not saying that a third time. No, I'll pull my tongue out. No. You know your term. Yes. So, goodbye. I bid you adieu. See ya! <laughs> It's the World Sports Radio Network.